Hey, Nathan. What's up, my friend? <laughs> We're going to talk about breathing today. Mm. What on earth could that mean? We all have to breathe. Everybody's breathing. It's like pooping. <sighs> I have so a lot of poop references. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a boy at heart. Those are like my kids. That's all that ever comes out of their mouths, especially the boys. They think it's hilarious. So. You just never grew up, that's all. You never do. Yeah, I wonder what Sigmund Freud would say about that. There's probably <laughs> something. <laughs> I've got like a, instead of oral fixation, I have like an anal fixation. Jeez. <laughs> um, well, anyway. starting this one off strong. <laughs> starting it off strong. Just being yourself. It's the best way to be. Just being me. Mm-hmm. Breathing. It. Sarah Tromoli is a good friend of mine. She happens to live in Louisville. And then you, of course, moved to Kentucky and we've linked you up. And you and Jason have been blown apart by this. Um, oh, this my gosh. Of breath. I'll share what my yeah. experience was. But I'm, I'm curious to hear how you guys have been uh, engaging with Sarah. It's a pretty powerful experience. Yes, it is. Almost beyond words and... She is just a remarkable person. So even today we were texting and she's just fun and easy to talk to. And she's like a midwife. That's what I've determined. Mm. She's the midwife of this breathwork experience. And I now, but we've also hired her for some indie birth events. And that's been even more meaningful, I think, as we're sharing with these students what we think being a midwife means and the wise woman model because Sarah embodies those things. Oh yeah. I agree. And that was a really cool like surprise because I didn't know that that was her role. Like I didn't know anything. I just took your recommendation of course and kind of dove in, but I really didn't know what I was getting into or, or any of it. So I'm so glad it's changed my life in the last whatever X number of months. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, how did you get into it? I never asked you. Well, when we went to Burning Man in 2019, mm. I promise this is actually going to come around. <laughs> when it starts with Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 10 hours later. When I was a young boy, I was fixated on anuses and then I went to Burning <laughs> Man and everything changed. <laughs> uh. So I went to Burning Man. We met these great people in Louisville before we moved out here. For those who don't know, I was recruited out here by a big hospital system, which I, after about six months, we decided to part ways mutually because it was not working out, I think, for personality reasons. We'll just leave it at that. But um, so we came out here. We didn't know anybody. And these friends of ours linked us up with this big group of people who were all like kind of weirdos. Some of them have kids. Some of them have kids that are grown ups, age 20 all the way up to 60. It was a pretty wild group. And then in that group, sort of a friend of a friend with Sarah Tremolian. Um, she had been talking about this breath work. I mean, she's so humble. Yes. She was like, it's breath. You know, you go. <sighs> I was like, okay, <laughs> like someday. Right. And so we just kind of pushed it down the road. Maybe about a year after being in Louisville, we finally did it. My, uh, I think I did it first and then Stephanie did it. And this was before, this was after her, her first pregnancy before our second pregnancy that she did right. in, she and I had a very similar experience. It um, kind of rings you out, you know, and you end up, for me, I ended up sobbing. Mm. Actually, the first time I ended up in such bad, crampy pain in my legs that I 
thought like that was great, but I don't want to feel the pain anymore. Cause people had told us like, it's the worst pain of your life. And mm. I was like, I'm pretty tough. And it, it was Charlie horse central for me, but then I hydrated, I stretched a little bit beforehand. And the second time it was like an unlocking of some sort of emotional, something that was stuck in there. I don't really want to use the word trauma and all this stuff. I feel like those right. words don't mean anything. They've been diluted by our culture. But some, you know, we know that the body stores emotional angst and, and the emotional stress of life, um, whether it's mm-hmm. sadness, anger, resentment, guilt, shame, whatever. And in the breath work, as the, you know, you, you breathe for about 60, 60 minutes, the way I was just breathing, for those who don't know, um, at about the 50 minute mark, she gets you back to like your normal breathing and you go back into the normal pattern. But that's actually where the magic starts happening. Because for me, it was like, you know, you come, it's sort of like you're not hypnotized anymore and you come back in. And while you're coming back in, I just, from the center, there's a pulsation and it's not my heart. It's something else that's happening. And then it's, and then it was waterworks. I mean, it was Mm. sobbing tears and they weren't like, I'm so sad. It was just like, finally, I got that out. And as especially, especially as a man, we don't really cry very often. So you're crying with other strangers in the room and it feels good. Like, imagine that it feels good to cry. And you've, it's such a, you walk out of there, like you're, you could walk on water, you know, Hmm. sorry for the Jesus reference, but it's, uh, (laughs) you certainly feel like, whoa, the weight of something was just taken off of me. So, um, what about you? Yeah. So, uh, that was my first experience. I, we've obviously had more experiences, but I'm curious, what was the first time like for you and Jason? Every time has been so different. And unless I write things down about it, it's like it also kind of evaporates from my mind. In fact, your wife, Stephanie, and I were trying to talk about it. And I thought she did fairly well, but I was just really like scrambling for words around my experience. The first time was really like transcendent. I mean, I've never done psychedelics, Mm. but I imagine that that's a lot of how it might feel. And I didn't have all the body stuff until maybe like the second or third time I did it. So I was spared that initially. Yeah, I had a little bit, but I think it was the third time I did it where like I physically could not move during the session. So yeah, it's been all kinds of experiences from physical to yes, emotional in some sessions and then other sessions, it's almost like a lack of emotion, but in a good way, it's like you're just energy. You're just like being this energy and you feel it in different parts of your body, depending on, I don't even know what it's really wild. Mm. So I, I feel good after as well. Although some same with that, like some of the sessions I felt really wired and like couldn't sleep that night. And then other sessions completely wiped out and slept really well. So I don't know. I don't know what it all amounts to, except I know things like have shifted in my life. And, and there's something about that, the way the energy is moving when you're breathing that way that I know is beneficial. Like I just feel intuitively like it is. Yeah. And as you get more experience with it, you can go into the, that space a little bit more quickly. You know, I'm not, it's certainly not an expert. Sarah's done it hundreds, if not thousands of oh times, I've done it dozens, if that, I maybe have yeah. done it a dozen times. And, yeah. you know, Sarah, when she was training to do this, to hold space for it, she would go like every day, twice a day for a week. I know. I know. That's a special <laughs> person. I think that's a hard ride, you know? Mm. Um, now, 
I also don't want people to be afraid by how we're describing it. It's not, it, it's not something to be avoided. It's something to surrender to. And that's why I think it's actually very, very relevant to what we do in birth because yes. um, Stephanie, when she wasn't pregnant, would describe like she's a very talented artist and she would describe like mm. um, she would describe like um, these sort of painting palettes and like these sort of kaleidoscopic patterns that sounds very much like a psychedelic experience. You're totally mm. right. And when you come out of the breath, it does feel like you're you're still high on something. It's mm. pretty wild. Yeah. Um, but she would come up with these creative sort of things she wanted to paint. And it's for so cool. me, I know, super cool. And for me, yeah. uh, uh, probably after the halfway point of my experience with this, I actually had some very, it was some 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 very um, profound sexual energy that was going through me. And mm. I'm not saying like, when I'm not talking about sex, I'm not talking about intimacy even. I'm actually no. talking about the energetic being, the mm -hmm. subtle energies are at play. And people have talked about who practice Kundalini yoga and whatnot and, and a lot of other styles of breath work that come from the Far East. The, um, the idea of a Kundalini rising, right? You have these chakras and as each of these wheels is starting to turn, you get this full blown flood of energy through your body. And it's not energy like what you get when you have a Snickers. It's, <laughs> it's, it's more profound than that. And I remember like one time during that coming back in place phase in the last 10 minutes, I remember my hips gyrating and my shoulders gyrating and, and uh, there was a pump. This energy was yeah. pumping through me. And when I've talked to Ayurvedic practitioners, they're like Kundalini. Was, mm. was was rising in you and and this doesn't require drugs or anything that's the most beautiful part is that you you do this breath for 60 minutes and pow like you are knocked into another space that you otherwise may not have been able to achieve yeah um it's really special it's really special what she does it's very special <laughs> but yeah. making that commitment is something that can feel hard. Like, I mean, I know I've thought, Oh God, I don't want to do that today. Like, I don't want to, totally. I don't want to do another hour, but I've stuck with it and it's cumulative. So I watch people here come maybe for one session or, or we're offering it to a group and they do this one session and it is life changing, but I really think the magic has got to be in the cumulative effects and, and keeping with it and kind of unpeeling the onion or whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know if I told you, but I've been having my pregnant uh, clients come if they want to. So we have a birth coming up soon where one of the mamas was one of the first to do the breath work here when I started it with Sarah. So I'm curious how she'll say it either affects or changes or not her birth experience, because I really feel like the hour breath work is as close to a birth experience as anything else I've ever experienced. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, maybe that sounds really dramatic, but that was my thought. Like, again, I, I have trouble kind of remembering like, what was it like? But I remember writing this down and feeling really, really sure about it. Like there's something about the way you have to commit to that hour that reminds me of birth. Like when you're in it, you can't run away from it. Like yeah. it's going to happen. And you can either step in and like you're saying, surrender, or you can fight it. And if you fight that breath for an hour, I think I've done that. It's not fun. Um, but it's like anything like that where your body knows what to do. 
but you have this option of, of fighting. And so for the pregnant women here, I'm really curious just how it will, you know, how it will shape their births or not. And if yeah. they'll feel like it was valuable, I know they have during pregnancy, but I think the test will kind of be through the birth process. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And as you know, I mean, we did the breath in our second birth in the birth and uh, Sarah came over an hour after Stephanie's water broke. Like Stephanie wasn't in labor and then five oh, no. and stuff started moving. You know, I mean, it, we were anticipating sort of expecting the worst, uh, hoping for the best, but, but preparing for the worst, like, you right. know, for anybody out there who hasn't had their first baby. And of course I've never had a baby, but I've been, you know, my, my beloved has had two kids where I, you know, I've been witness to this and I've attended births myself. Um, of course, I don't know what the actual experience is like, but we were, Stephanie was actually telling me, I think this is going to be way longer than our first. And with Penny, it was about six hours total. So yeah, we Stephanie's thinking, a rock star. She, her body that's, knew how to do this. <laughs> so, I mean, that's so impressive. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see thinking that for sure. And when you're the mom, like you just don't want to put any expectations on it. Right. Sure. And, and, and you too, probably it's like, oh, it'll be what it needs to be. But yeah, that story is like one of the most inspiring stories. And I tell people that, and you know, I, I have the disclaimer. I'm not like, oh, this doesn't mean <laughs> your right. baby's going to fall out like right. Stephanie's, but like, this is how I got interested in it. And I know there is such immense value and here's this wonderful birth story. So yeah. Yeah. do what you will. And, and if anybody wants to hear the full story, it's episode, I looked it up before, 46 on my podcast, the Holistic OBGYN podcast. Um, I, I think you told it here too, unless I'm crazy. Oh, okay. Maybe you told me personally. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, go listen to Sarah's interview though. Because yeah, she's we, really we talk beautiful. about the breath and Effigy is the name of her company, E-F-F-I-J-I. -I. But uh, the short version of the birth story is that water water's opened at five Sarah arrived at six. We started breathing right around that time. And in that hour, I was setting up the birth tub and everything. We were laying on the bed and I, Stephanie started breathing with Sarah and I jumped, laid down next to her and held her hand and we were breathing together. And 40 minutes in, she asked Sarah to leave and said, I love you, but I think I need the midwives to come upstairs. So our team was downstairs. They came up, Sarah said, goodbye, good luck. Um, and like I said, we were preparing for 36 hours of labor. Like, let's, let's assume this is the longest labor you ever. You guys. How could we get so lucky? <laughs> and uh, at you 646, guys. Everly Rosa came. So it was less than two hours total of labor. And, and like yeah. you said, I don't think it's because of the breath, but Stephanie right. said it was the most grounding experience of her life. Um, like she was very much in her body versus me. I was out in outer space and they were like, she was like, Nate, the baby's coming. She's coming. She's coming. Yeah. And I was like... <sighs> <laughs> trying, trying to like get me out of that hypnosis and right. um and uh by the time sarah got into her car the baby was already out at 6 46 so yeah um, that's so it was, cool it's like the portal opened it was that surrender that word really really resonates with me because it was like surrendering and the portal closed everly was still asleep on her chest they had to mm. wake her up to get the apgar scores at the very beginning and um, yeah. like, don't you yeah. wonder how that how it feels for the baby like yeah. a breathwork session in general and then to have a birth process like that I'm so Phew. curious I mean I feel like it must feel good right like getting extra oxygen through the placenta yeah. must feel good to a baby but I wonder yeah it's like a I mean, I always say babies come out and they're on like their own little psychedelic journeys when they're out. I mean, they're in the amniotic universe. They go through this right. birth and death struggle and then pow, they see the light, they go to the light and they emerge and they're in a world that they have no context for. It must just be like 
the ultimate outer space LSD experience. <laughs> but now you're hyper oxygenated. And if, right. if, if I was feeling a little high, you must be feeling like, wow. And, and since you mentioned it, we are hyper oxygenating with this breath. This isn't like Wim Hof or some of these other breath holding right. techniques. We're not becoming hypercapnic where you accumulate CO2. We're getting as much oxygen into the blood as possible. Right. And, um, and it's through a full expansion of the chest and filling up every little alveoli. And um, I don't perceive that there's any harm whatsoever in this type of breath work. So if anybody out there is wondering. Um, right. Yeah. It seems like there's always someone that asks that question. And it's not a bad question, but I think also you have to experience it. And, you know, I don't want to take away from Sarah's interview with you and try to like quote her. But I think one of the most powerful things she said is that the breath is just you. Like, are you scared of yourself? Like, it's just you. It's mm. your energy. It's nothing added. It's not like some force being put upon you that may hurt you. It's your own energy. Like, how cool is that? Mm. It's kind of unearthing that. Yeah. I mean, there's some real, I mean, talk about empowerment. Like, you are breathing in and out. You're pushing it over the, the roller coaster, over the hill, and you're not holding back. And like you yeah. said, if you can get through an hour of that type of breath work, you can probably do anything. That's um, what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. And again, we'll see here, but I know I've had a couple of first time pregnant mamas do the breath work and I know most of them want to do it again. And that was their kind of takeaway. The first time they did it was just, whoa. And I said to them like, yeah, that's, it does remind me so much of birth. So you know, we'll see. I mean, I know we have the quote, at least in our little world, <clears throat> that we birth the way we live. And I know Sarah says, we breathe the way we live. And I think both are true. And mm. whatever kind of comes up for you, what other whatever patterns or emotions is how you go through your daily life. And that's really humbling. And that's really raw to just kind of feel that and see yourself in that way and not have judgment around it whether that's fear or love or whatever it is, it's all just there for you. So yeah. it really is a gift yeah. in that way. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think if we could get more people to not just pay for effigy breath work, but to get more people to, to appreciate the, the sort of gravity of what's being asked of your body, soul, and spirit through birth, if you could get a glimpse into that, I think it would actually be very therapeutic for our clients. Mm -hmm. And it's not like you're doing this and the more you do it, the better you get at giving birth. I, I don't think that that's what either of us is saying, but it's a, it's a glimpse into what are, what are your barriers? What are, where are your limits? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And if you're not going to push past it, like baby's coming no matter what in birth, like you're not going to stop. Right. But if in breath work, you stop, you put the brakes on, that's where, that's where I think the, yeah. the, that's where the magic happens. That's where the, the the learning edge is. And I have to be careful with how I talk about it because I never have never given birth. But seeing Stephanie go through it in in such a powerful way, um, you should have seen the eyes on the birth workers in the room. I mean, we had a, a midwife, a midwife student, and then there's a doctor nearby who's a friend of ours who wants to start attending home mm. births. She was there as the assistant. And um, the three of them, Sarah was like, who's in charge here? Because we were both like... <gasps> on the bed and there's this like you know her soundtrack is amazing right and it's like this heavy drumming and all that and and the three midwives <laughs> have like their masks on right and their eyes are just like wide eyed they're they're like what is this 
sorcery up here and sure enough a baby emerges moments later um it was a it's powerful i hope everybody has the opportunity to experience it yeah me too maybe more people will now that we've talked about it and you've interviewed sarah and i think there's more more great collaborations to come between all of us because again it's so it's so resonant. Again, the work she does and this breathwork practice, it's so many of the things we talk about and and kind of like want for people that we're working with. So yeah, we'll see. I think if Sarah ever wanted to blow her company up, if she were just going to work with birth workers around the country, she would be have too, too many clients to even attend to every single breath session. So we'll have to nudge her in that way because yeah. um, there's a lot of, a lot of healing that comes through this work. Yeah, for sure. So we'll include some links. And that was great talking about it. Likewise. I'll see you next time.